This is the Microsoft Libraries and Museums podcast, a show dedicated to exploring digital transformation with organizations from around the world. I'm Emily Kotecki. In season two, we've been doing a deep dive into different aspects of digital transformation. Today is the season finale, and we are going to talk to Catherine Devine, Global Business Strategy Leader for Libraries and Museums at Microsoft, about the emerging trends and ideas that came out of all nine interviews from this season. Catherine, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Emily. What a great job you did on this season. I'm really, I was, it was so exciting. It was so interesting. Every episode was great. Well, Thank you so much. And we are excited to have you here as the primary guest, as opposed to the commentator at the end. Um, Catherine, we had nine interviews covering a pretty wide array of topics relating to digital transformation, such as cloud, collections management, fundraising and ticketing. When you look across the spectrum of these topics, what are some of the threads that pull it all together? So many really interesting things. I think one of them is this idea that technology is not just the very visible technology. As you can see throughout everything we've explored in this season, it's all about everything that the museum or library does. So, you know, not just the visitor experience, but but everything, running the organization, optimizing everything that you do, reducing your costs, optimizing your sources of revenue, all of those kinds of things. But I think maybe the key for me is the idea of what it takes from a foundational infrastructure to get there. And I know that infrastructure isn't as exciting to talk about, but, you know, it's like a car. When I buy a car, I buy a car for the color and what it looks like. <laughs> but And I'm very interested in that. But ultimately, the car only runs because of what's inside the engine under the, the hood or the bonnet, depending on which part of the world you're in. If that isn't there, the car doesn't do anything. It doesn't do its job. And so it looks are lovely and, you know, all the features are lovely, but it's, it's really that foundational infrastructure and the technology there. I think we have to get past the idea that technology is something side that we need to consider and into this idea that it's foundational to allow museums to do what they want, what they want to achieve. And particularly in today's world where there are so many more channels, there are so many more ways to engage and to achieve the museum's mission. The building has been the infrastructure for museums, but now we're starting to look broader than that. Do you feel like, especially in the last 18 months, do you feel like there has been a shift in understanding across the library and museum field that we have to, to continue your analogy, set up the engine first before we think about the aesthetics? Yes, absolutely. People are much more accepting of technology today than they were before the pandemic. When I say people, I mean museums and libraries, much more accepting of technology. It went from becoming a, you know, we don't need to think about that, or the digital team thinks about that, or the IT team thinks about that, we don't need to, to you know, recognizing that once you actually close the building, you don't actually have a museum or a library. So what do you do? And everyone you know, jumped on that bandwagon, which was great. Sometimes it takes people having to experience something to to really be able to make that connection. I would love to be able to drive innovation without the crisis that drives the innovation. So I think that people saw that and I think that people realized that they could reach audiences that they could never have reached otherwise. I really love Dr. Helen Charman from the V&A's conversation there. She was so great. 
all the conversations were great, but I really was, she was so enthusiastic. She got it. And every museum needs to get it. They're now reaching so many more people. And isn't that amazing? So why would we limit that? But of course, you can't do that just because you want to. You need the infrastructure to be able to get there. Cloud seemed to come up a lot through different conversations with Jen Looper, with Neil Bilo, with Dave Evans. Can you talk more about that and where that plays or how that plays in supporting that back-end infrastructure? Cloud is one of those unfortunate terms that nobody really completely understands what it is. The key point of cloud is cloud allows reach and scalability. And so I liken it to a utility provider. So, you know, you would never dream about having electricity generated in your own house unless, of course, you live in a very remote area. Um, but generally speaking, we don't want to deal in our houses with what happens to when I turn the light switch on. I just want to be able to turn it on and it's there. Cloud is very much the same thing. I think the reason why it keeps coming up is because it allows a museum to be able to get out of worrying about things that probably are not their skill set or necessarily the best use of their time and resources and allows them to plug into a utility that gives them that reach. So if cloud is this piece that came up a lot in thinking about infrastructure, there was also a lot of conversation about the impact of digital transformation on the visitor experience. Hearing from people like Aaron Lively Koppel around fundraising and ticketing, Adam Clark talking about Minecraft and thinking of ways that you can engage with visitors beyond the walls of these different cultural institutions. Thinking from that perspective, where do you feel like the visitor experience fits into this puzzle of digital transformation? I think it's very much like a lot of other conversations we have is we're getting into this multi-channel world. And we've always thought of the museum as the center of the universe, the physical building. But really, where we are today, it is one channel of many. So we tend to focus on websites, but now we've started to look at all sorts of other channels. Now it's virtual programming. Now it's Minecraft. Now it's all sorts of different ways to experience within the physical building and also experience in different digital channels. So Catherine, as we begin to wrap up our reflection on season two, I'm wondering, how do you feel about where libraries and museums are in their process of digital transformation? I'm really excited, Emily, because it took a crisis, doesn't always need to take the crisis, but it took a crisis to actually, for people to realize the possibilities that came out of this, for museums and libraries to realize they could really reach large audiences, that they could reach audiences in different ways, It caused them to be creative. And out of that, that experimentation, a learning that we're reaching more people, we're achieving more of the mission of the organization. I think the long-term impact of that is going to be that maybe a little less resistance to technology, maybe realizing that actually it's opening up doors and opening up furthering of the mission that leaves them in a position for the future where we maybe we don't have the crisis, but more um, open-minded around how to think about technology rather than it's over here, you know, it's in the digital team, it's in the IT team, it's not our main business, it's off to the side and now much more integrated. So before we finally say goodbye and wrap up season two, is there anything else that you are left thinking about and reflecting on before we say farewell? I just want to say what fabulous stories from all sorts of institutions from all sorts around the world in season two, but also in season one, that really we've brought to profile 
not even I realized were out there. And so I'm excited about that and the opportunity to really sort of, you know, help the world see or bring to bring to life the uh, the possibilities that are already out there that maybe we don't know about. And um, and hopefully that inspires some museums and libraries along the way. And also hopefully, you know, drives that momentum for the entire industry. Well, thank you again, Catherine Devine, Global Business Strategy Leader for Libraries and Museums at Microsoft. Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to all of our listeners. And in case you were wondering, yes, there is a season three of the Microsoft Libraries and Museums podcast coming out this fall. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. I'm Emily Kotecki.